to our podcast. Our mission is to reach, teach, and empower you with the Word of God. With the holidays upon us, let us remember to abide in faith, hope, and love as we hold on to the awe and wonder of Jesus coming to us. Merry Christmas and enjoy the message. And I want to invite you to open your heart um, this Christmas season. It's all, we need to make sure that we make it about Him. Uh, Christmas is about Christ. It's about Him. Uh, but in our hearts, we need to make sure that as we walk in His faithfulness and in His love that He gives us every day, we don't forget that everything we do is for His glory, that everything we are is because of Him and His mercy. So I want to invite you today as you open your heart to receive what He has for you. Would you open your Bible with me? I want to go to 1 Corinthians chapter 13. Uh, I want to read verse 13 to you. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13. We welcome our family online. So glad you're with us today. Uh, I invite you to uh, be part of what God is speaking here today. How many of you are ready for the word? I say, if you're ready for the word, say, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Let's wake up today, church. Amen. 1 Corinthians chapter 13, verse 13 reads, and now abide faith, hope, and love. This three, but the greatest of these is what? We have faith, we have hope, and we have love. I need you to get this in your spirit. But the greatest of these is love. Would you close your eyes with me? Let's pray. God, I thank you for your love and for your mercy. Holy Spirit, we welcome you into this place. I pray that you would speak to us, that in every heart there will be a new revelation of who you are today. I thank you for open eyes, open ears. I thank you that you transform our hearts to your will. Thank you for Jesus. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Somebody say amen. amen. I'm so glad that this Christmas season uh, we can realize that it's not about the gifts we get. And, and you know, many people get uh, so caught up on everything that they have to do uh, in the shopping and in uh, everything that's, that's around us uh, that they forget that this Christmas season is about Christ. Um, I've seen people, I'm not going to say any names, but maybe you've been one of them, I've been one of them, uh, that we get so caught up on the gifts that, uh, that we start using credit cards. Come on, somebody. Uh, we get so caught up on the season, you know, that, that uh, uh, we start, you know, just going at crazy hours shopping. How many of you have gone to the stores during this past week come on raise your hand if you've gone shopping has it been crazy i see some of you guys say, <laughs> you know uh, you know um some of you go to sam's and say business hours even though you're not a business member come on i know what you do you know and just so we can get that extra specials and, and i'm telling you uh, it's good to give it's good to give but i i, I want to remind you that we have the greatest gift already in Jesus. God gave his son for you. And, and if you can get this in your spirit this Christmas season, you can understand that you are loved and that it's because of him that we are here. And I want to read to you the Christmas story. Is that okay? I want to read to you in Luke chapter 1. Will you open your Bible with me? Luke chapter 1, a story that we all know uh, very well. But I want to focus today on Mary for a little bit. And I want to see what God has done in her life. I believe that the Holy Spirit is conceived is conceiving in us, listen to this, Jesus this season. And he wants us to walk in his love and for us to understand that there's faith, that there's hope, that there's love. But the greatest of these is love. And there's going to be a conception this morning. I'm prophesying for some of you that have been stagnant. Jesus is going to come back. Your first love is coming back today. And as you walk in that hope of God and your glory, there's, gonna, there's a time in which you have to endure the pregnancy. Come on, somebody. When you have a conception, there has to be a time when you endure the pregnancy. And I need you to get this. Many times as you give birth, there's going to be pain. 
but Jesus is worth the pain. Love is worth the pain. Your pain has purpose. Somebody say amen to that. So I believe there's a conception. I believe there's a, an enduring process in some of you. And I also know that God is bringing some of you to life, to new life in Jesus. Luke chapter 1, verse 26 through 38 states, Now, in the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a city of Galilee named Nazareth, to a virgin betrothed to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was... Mary. Then the angel said to her, verse 30, do not be afraid. I love how you hear this so, throughout the story. Do not be afraid. This might be for you today. Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name. What's his name? Jesus, the Savior. His name is Jesus. Many times as God is about to do something new in your life, you're going to hear this. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Highest. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. And he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. In his kingdom there will be no end. Verse 34, Then Mary said to the angel, How can this be since I do not know a man? How can this be if, you know, it, it, as if it depends on us? Listen to this. And the angel answered and said to her, The Holy Spirit, come on, somebody say, Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the highest will overshadow you. Those of you that know who Christ is, you understand that there's an empowerment of the Holy Spirit over you that gives a conception in your life so you can start conceiving Jesus and you no longer live for yourself, but you live for Him. Come on, somebody. Come on, get revelation in the Spirit today. The Holy Spirit will come upon you. Therefore, also, the Holy One who is to be born will be called the Son of God. Verse 36. Now indeed, Elizabeth your relative, in case you're doubting on what God is going to do in you, I'm going to show you what I'm already doing in somebody else. Now, your, uh, your relative Elizabeth also conceived a son in her old age. And this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, come on, somebody read verse 37 with me and believe it. For with God, nothing will be impossible with him nothing is impossible sometimes you have to see it in somebody else so you can believe it for yourself come on i want you to look at elizabeth for with god nothing will be impossible the angel is telling mary then mary said behold the maid servant of the lord let it be to me according to your word and the angel departed from her behold the maidservant of the Lord. I'm here. Do whatever you want to do. I believe God's looking for people like this today. That say, God, do whatever you want to do in my life. Here I am. And the angel departed from her. Can I tell you, the first gender reveal in history just happened there. Am I right or not? You're going to have a son. She hasn't even conceived. But the Bible says, I know the plans I have for you. Come on. I know the plans I have for you, plans of good to give you a future. But pastor, I'm going through this situation. I don't understand why the wedding, waiting is so long. I'm telling you, the plans of God are better in our life. And we need to understand that in the time of conception, all you have to say is, here I am. Here I am. Mary is in this process. She's about to get married. And God just transforms her life and says, listen, I have a better plan for you. By the way, you're going to be a mom. I kind, of, I kind of think that it would happen something like this. Let me show you this video. Maybe, maybe it can help you relate a little bit. Those of you that have gotten to a gender reveal, you know what I'm saying? Come on, grandmas in the house. You know what I'm talking about? 
I'm not gonna say any names, but that was Grandma Vicky for sure when we told her Bella was on her way. Are you ready? Look, this I can see her right there. Oh, come on, come on. You know, we're gonna have a baby. How many of you remember the news? Uh, Dad's in the house. You remember the news? You remember Grandpa's in the house? I, I don't know if, if this would work for you, but can you imagine? What was that? The Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit. So now I'm going to be a mom. Can you get this? The first gender reveal in history happened in this time. I need you to get excited now. I need you to get excited now. I need you to get excited because Jesus wants to be born in your life, in your family this Christmas season. I said Jesus wants to be born in your life again. And you need to understand there's a conception that happens. It does, it does, it's not because God, Mary says, I haven't been with a man, but I haven't been in church. Come on, can I preach now for a little bit? Uh, but I haven't been, I haven't heard a prophet give me a word. Come on, somebody. But I haven't even spent time with God this week. And the Holy Spirit comes into your life because He loves you so much and wants to make a deposit in you. There's a, there's a time of conception. I'm here to tell you. Let me tell you what opens the door for Jesus to be born in your life. Mary says, here I am. Somebody say, here I am. See, it's so important that when we come to worship, that when you spend time with God, before you start asking Him to do anything, just say, here I am. Has anybody experienced a time in which you say, God, here I am, and you feel a deposit of the Holy Spirit in your life? Maybe that's what you're missing. Maybe that's the reason you've been feeling sick. Come on. Maybe that's the reason you've been struggling with depression. Am I preaching to somebody this morning? Maybe that's the reason, can I tell you, it's because you've been waiting for something to happen on the outside and Jesus wants to be born in the inside. But there has to be a time in which I come here and I say, Holy Spirit, here I am. Uh, I, I remember years ago, one of, my, uh, one of my uncles was praying for God to give him a son for years they had been praying for a son the doctor said we're sorry sir you're not able to have children you're not able to have children there's infertility in both of you in you and in your spouse not just in you but in you and in your spouse you will not be able to have children uh, you know that those news were devastating to my family uh, and and what do you do when you get devastating news come on church what do you do when you get bad news what should we do when we get bad news come on help me god God, this is not what I wanted. And you know, but can we be real? What we start doing is trying to fix things and say, maybe I have to be. Can you imagine Mary saying, oh, well, if I'm going to conceive, then I should be with a man. Come on, many of us are like, well, maybe I should do my part. And can you understand this? The promise of God, Jesus in your life, is not because you were holy or because you followed him. I need you to get this. It's because he loves you so much that he gave himself for you. When you get that, then you're going to conceive. You know, uh, you don't force love. Come on, somebody. You know, you don't, you don't force love. The love of the Father continues in our life. Many of us have tried to come to God and say, I want to be more like Jesus. Come on. People that have been in church for a long time. How many of you have prayed, I want to be more like Jesus? And then we try to change things. We try to move things. And you realize that you can't do it on your own. The only Jesus will be conceived in you is if the Holy Spirit is revealed to you. Jesus said, I will not leave you orphans. I'll leave you my spirit. Many people cannot see what God has for them. They can't even hear the word of God. They don't get revelation of the word of God because they haven't received the Holy Spirit. That's, that's something that's given by the Holy Spirit. I need you to get this. But if you say today, I'm willing and we said, here I am, there'll be a conception in you. 
And we started praying. My uncle, you know, said, maybe I have to go with this other doctor. Tries like 20 different doctors until we say we need to stop trying and we need to let God do what only he can do. So we're in this, uh, you know, camp, youth camp, and we start having praise and worship. You know, back in the day when we'll go crazy for five hours and praise, come on, you know, we'll go crazy for five hours of praise, and then we do that, you know, and we're all dancing. I'm not kidding. Five hour praise service. We're right there, the youth in the front, you know, and he was kind of like, you know, you know those people that believe but don't really have faith? Hmm. That's like, you know, that believe but don't really walk out their faith there's faith there's hope and there's love but the greatest of these is love love is what makes me believe okay love is what gives me hope and he's there he's looking at us you know and all the youth are in the front you know and we're dancing i mean we're having a good time and i see him on the back and he was looking he's like man these guys are crazy you know he went to church because they invited him to church maybe like you you know, and you're like, what's this, man? They raise their hands with it. You know, what are they doing? All of a sudden, we go, we go into a time of worship, and the presence of God falls in this place. The Holy Spirit is so tangible in, in, in that place, and we just start falling, and we just are you receiving what God has for us. By the way, this is an act. Every time the Holy Spirit will fall, there'll be, in your life, there'll be a change. There'll be a transformation. Every time you get pregnant, there's going to be a transformation in your life. And as he sees everybody on the floor, he says, God, I want what they have. I want to have an encounter with you. That was his prayer. I want to know you're real. Anybody in here ever prayed, God, I want to know you're real. Maybe today is your day for you to say that and you open your heart and believe. Mary believed and because of that, she received the promise of God in her life. And as he's there, he says that he just feels this burning inside of him. He's never been really an encounter with the Holy Spirit and he falls on his knees and says, God, here I am. Even if you don't give me a child, see, God will answer prayers that don't ask him to do but surrender. Mm. And as he says, God, I'm here. I give you everything. If you want to give me a child or you don't want to give me a child, I give them to you. Everything is yours. He says he feels a fire in his heart and then he hears this voice just as you heard it this morning. Go to church. It's not something so, come on, somebody, so mystical. It's just like this morning, Holy Spirit said, you need to go to church. I want you to get up. I want you to do something. So I just felt something. I said, you're going to be a dad. And he's like, as I heard that, I started doubting it. Come on, anybody ever gone through the process of doubting? See, faith is not the absence of doubt. Faith is that I walk through doubt. I don't stay in I see doubt and I go through it. Faith is not that I don't have fear. Faith is that I do it afraid. Come on, I do it afraid. I, even though I'm afraid, I keep going. I don't stop. Somebody say, don't stop. So as he's going through this process, he's like, I don't want to tell anybody the promise of God in my life because what if it doesn't happen? They already told me I couldn't have kids. And as he goes through this, as you should do anytime you receive a word from God, even today, as God's putting something in your heart, what you need to do is go to the word of God. Anytime you hear a word of God, you need to go to the word of God. So he started opening the word of God, and the Holy Spirit takes him to this passage where David comes in, and the Bible says that he's dancing. He's dancing as he walks in. And people are rejoicing because they're bringing the presence of God, signifying the Holy Spirit. Come on, somebody. And they're bringing the presence of God, and as they're bringing it in, he's rejoicing. He's the king now, and his wife, the queen, sees him and says, what's wrong with you? What are you doing? Look, you are the king. What do you mean you're doing that, like being like everybody else? Now, uh-uh. We don't do that. We don't do that. We are, you know, we're royalty. People need to look at us different. I need you to understand this. Until you humble yourself before the presence of God, you will not receive what he has for you. So at the moment that he's doing this, she mocks him 
And because she mocks him, she becomes barren. The Bible speaks that. It says that because she mocked him, she was barren. And as he, as he opens that, the Holy Spirit speaks to him. This is the reason you, you haven't been able to have kids. You mock those that worship me. He repents from that. Look at this. He repents from that and starts dancing in his house. God, I worship you. He said, there was something I just came over. I started praising God. I started giving them thanks. Within a year of that, he was a dad. Come on, somebody. Within a year of that, they had a conception of a baby. Come on, give him a hand for who he is. God still makes miracles. God still, he gives you a conception that doesn't belong to what doesn't, it's not dependent on what you do, but it's dependent on who you worship. You want to get something new from God today. You want to you have Jesus again in your life you want to go back to your first love you need to go back to worship and worship in the spirit you need to go back now many times God will do things like this in Luke chapter 1 verse 36 uh, Luke chapter 1 and verse 36 and 37 now indeed Elizabeth your relative has also conceived a son listen to this in her old age I mean it doesn't say how old she was but in the bible people were old you know what i'm saying when they say it old i'm, I'm talking above 90 you know they'll be like in this young man that was you know moses this young buck that was 80 years old doesn't the bible speak like that and took the people of egypt out so some of us are like we're 40 lord, lord i can't do anything no more hey hey listen to this because god is looking for people that are available not not for people that, that think they're studs come on somebody not for people that think, I got this. This is the time for me to do it. I've been working out. That's what people say, I, I can't do this, God. But if you want to do it. In her old age, and this is now the sixth month for her who was called barren. For with God, come on, somebody, read with me. Nothing will be impossible. Tell the person next to you, nothing will be impossible. Many times God has to show us what he's going to do in us and other people so we can believe it many times we we have to see in other people you know that that provision come on somebody many times we have to see in those people and somebody else that ability to do more somebody say amen somebody has to see that person that was an addiction that had an addiction and no longer has an addiction and you have to see it in somebody else so you can believe it in yourself because if you continue to walk by faith listen if you continue to walk by faith you're gonna have to stretch your faith if you want to walk by faith, you're going to have to stretch your faith. And what happens is we see somebody else succeed and then we get envy instead of understanding there's a revelation of what God wants to do with us. You see that person has retired now and you're like, hmm, I'm still going to have to work 20 years. You don't understand what God is trying to tell you. This is where I want to take you. You see that person that, that has that business now? You see that person that's enjoying family now? And you're like, oh, pastors, because you don't know my family is a wreck. Can I tell you, God is showing you what he wants to show you, what he wants to do in you because his plans are better. But we have to understand that there's faith and there's hope. And many of us in this part of believing God, we don't want to be stretched to what he promised us. So therefore, what we do is say, God, I can do it. Anybody been in that place? I can do it. I've been there. God, I can change. I mean, uh, I try to let go of this sin, but I can do it. And I'm telling you, the only way you're going to let go of that is if you let the Holy Spirit come in. If you let him, there's a time of conception that's coming to your life for several of you today. There's a time of conception that's coming in. If you will say, Holy Spirit, I'm available. 
See, I, I need you to get this. You have to endure the pregnancy. The Bible doesn't speak much about this, but it does speak about them going in the birth process. So that means that Mary was pregnant for a long time. There was a pregnancy process. Has, ever, has God ever given you a promise about your kids, a promise about your marriage, a promise about your health? Come on. Has He given you a promise and it feels like it takes forever? Moms in the house, do you remember being pregnant? I want to see all the moms that have been pregnant. Raise your hand. I know, I know. We take the word literally, you know, multiply. I know, I know. You know, I know we believe the word of God in that, you know. Yes, be fruitful and multiply. Thank you, Jesus. Now, what happened to your body as you were pregnant? Hmm. I'll tell you what happened to my wife. She started wanting McDonald's cheeseburgers at 3 in the morning. It had to be McDonald's and it had to be a cheeseburger. And it happened at 3 in the morning. You know? Her diet changed. Come on, somebody. Her diet changed. Her taste changed. I need to get this. When the Holy Spirit gives you something, when, when he says, I want, I, want, I want you to start showing Jesus at work. I want you to start showing Jesus with your family. I want you to start forgiving. I want you to start doing more for other people. There'll be a change that will start happening in your body. And there's things that you no longer, that before you could taste, and now you don't like the taste. You know, I could get high before, but now, mm, I mm. Uh, you know, I, I, I could do these things before. You know, I could, I could go and be a player before, but now, mm, mm. The, you know, I, I, could, I could go and just li live for greed before, and if I make more money, it will satisfy me. But now, it mm, doesn't taste the same. When you get pregnant with the Holy Spirit and you start seeing Jesus in you, I, I want you to understand things are going to change. And things have to change in your life. The Bible says that without faith, it is impossible to please Him. That's Hebrews 11.6. Without faith, it is impossible to please Him. It is impossible to draw close to Him if you don't have faith. There's faith, there's hope, there's love. But the greatest of these is love. And when you get pregnant with something of God, there's going to be a process in which you're going to have to endure. Let me, let me read Romans chapter 5 so we can understand this together. Romans chapter 5, I want to read verses 1 through 5. Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5, the Word of God states, Therefore, having been justified by faith, somebody say by faith. By faith we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access, come on somebody, say by faith. It says by faith into the grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope. There's faith and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God, knowing that He's going to do greater. It says, and not only that, but we also glory in tribulations. Mm. Knowing that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character. And character produces what? Hope. Can you tell you when, when there's a conception of the Holy Spirit in you, there's going to be a change. And there's going to be a testing of your faith. So that, he can, so that Jesus can be formed in you. So that Jesus can be formed in you and there will be a change in character. Now hope does not disappoint because there's faith, there's hope. Because the greatest of these, the love of God has been poured out into our hearts, listen, by the Holy Spirit. By the Holy Spirit who has, was given to us. Was it just given to Mary? Come on, wake up. Was it just given to Mary? the Holy Spirit who was given to us. 
But there's going to be a time in which you're going to endure. And I believe there's people that are receiving a conception today of Jesus again. Some of you that have had that dormant. But there's some of you that have been enduring. And you're going to say, God, when is this going to give the result that I'm waiting for? I've been trying. I've been forgiving. I've been showing your love. But nothing has changed. God, what does this feel so heavy? Have you ever been in a place in which you're like, I'm ready. This needs to change. I remember my wife, two weeks before she gave birth, man, she was ready for the baby to come out. She couldn't sleep. Can I tell you? Some of you, you couldn't sleep. Come on, I'm preaching now. You know, you, as like, uh, you, she couldn't wear the same clothes. You have to come and be, you have to get a new clothing in you. You have to start dressing differently. And I'm not just talking here in the natural, but in the spiritual. What covers your life, that church no longer does it. I'm preaching now. Come on. You know, that job no longer does it. That relationships no longer do it. Am I talking to somebody today? I got to get a new covering over me. There has to be the Holy Spirit in my life. You know, she she couldn't wear her skinny jeans anymore. She had to go into a stretchy pants. You know, because there has to be room for more. Jesus is being formed in you. There has to be room for more in your life. There has to be. So if God is telling you it's time to change, you're going to say, yes, God, I'm available. Somebody say, I'm available. In Luke chapter 1, verse 38, as I close. Luke chapter 1, verse 38, Mary says, Mary says, behold the maid servant. Look at this, the attitude of worship that gives conception so you can get pregnant with Jesus. Behold the maid servant of the Lord. Let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Hmm. It's time to give birth. And you're still looking for the angel. (laughs) The angel departed because it's time to give birth to Jesus. And your pain is what shows his love. I want you to stand with me today. I'm in, the, I'm in the hospital room holding the hand of my, of my wife. Have you ever heard, have you ever heard the way it sounds when a mom is going to give birth? She's having birth pains and she's breaking my hand. I hear screams. I'm like, man, it sounded like she was going to die. I'm serious. You know, I look at the doctor. I'm looking at everything. I'm like, stop, please. Like, you know, like I'm looking at everything that they're doing. And I just feel like, man, I I don't know what this is going to happen. Can we stop? I I don't want the birth to happen anymore. We're good. I'll go buy her cheeseburgers at 3 in the morning still. It's okay. Jesus, there's faith, there's hope, and there's love, there's pregnancy, there's, there's an endurance that you have to go, there's, there's a birth you have to give. A mom has to have the love to be willing to sacrifice her life for the new birth. She, I'm looking at her and I'm like, I told her, I don't think I want to go through this process again because there were so many things that we had to go through. She says, listen, it doesn't matter, I, I want my baby. some of us that are not giving birth to Jesus because we don't want to go through the pain there's some of us that feel like when is this going to end and God wants to form Jesus in you and there's some of us that just need an encounter with the Holy Spirit for conception to happen today so I want to invite you today 
want to open up the altar. God did not bring you here so you can be a spectator. God did not bring you here so you can hear a message. God brought you here because he wants to make a deposit in your life today. So if that's you and you say, Pastor, this Christmas is about Jesus. has blessed you with the reminder that during this holiday season, it is important to remain full of faith, hope, and love. Until next time, be blessed by the best.